informative, thought-provoking, factually correct. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to This Podcast is None of Those Things, starring Brian and Elliot. Coming to you from the Dirty Dina studio in Pasadena, Texas, here we go. everybody to this podcast with none of those things. This is our third episode in our movie night series. As you can tell, we still have all the dogs with us. Diesel says hello. And also with us, Tammy. Hey. Hi, Tammy. Hello. Elliot, hello. Hello. I'm, of course, Brian. As I open up every one of these, everybody should know by now who I am. <laughs> and we're going to move into... The right side of the bracket. And this is still round one. We have 16 more games on the slate. Elliot and Tammy, you guys ready to go? Yep. Diesel's apparently very ready as well. All right, so we're going to start it off with, this is the MCU bracket, the MCU region. And we're going to start off with the number one seed, the MCU. I am a god, you dull creature. And I will not be bullied by that. Versus the winner of the play-in game and the 16 seed, Blade. Isn't that him? Jesus, that's him. It's Blade. It's the Daywalker. Blade versus MCU. Okay. Now, Blade predates MCU. Further Blade movies will probably be MCU, depending on ownership rights and all that. This could be a really stupid question. What is MCU? The Marvel Cinematic Universe. Thank you. I'm going Marvel for 500. It's an easy one. Perfect. It really is. Because of... I include Spider-Man in this. All the Spider-Man. Yeah. There was a thought about excluding the Sony Spider-Mans. But then the one that's about to come out has those Spider-Mans in it, and it's an MCU movie, so... It's like, you know what? <laughs> Let's not fight it. Yep. <laughs> so we got two MCU votes. Elliot, do you want to throw a vote in there? I know you love you some Blade. I I don't. I mean, we're going against Blade three movies versus the whole catalog. Of, like, I mean, it's 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 not a it's not a it's not even a comparison. But like, but it, but Blade versus any one of the trilogy heroes. Standoffish, maybe it's just one one to one on them. He, you know that is I was putting that up against any one of the him Blade versus Spider Man or Blade versus Iron Man, Blade versus Incredible Hulk. Yeah, win, but he can't. But Blade can't compete against all of them together. Agreed. Yep. Our eight nine matchup, the Mummy. Let me get this straight. They ripped out your guts and they stuffed them in jars. And then they take out your heart as well. Oh, and you know how they took out your brain? They take a sharp, red-hot poker, stick it up your nose, scramble things about a bit, and then rip it all out through your nostrils. That includes the Scorpion King. Not to be confused with the daddy. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. 
I, you got me on that one. I actually laughed at your joke. <laughs> it was a dad joke. <laughs> the Mummy versus Kevin Smith's View Universe. Jay and Silent Bob are in the his hills! That would be Clerks, Mallrats, Chasing Amy, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, Dogma, all that stuff. I let y'all go at it first. I'm very torn on this. This is another good 8-9 matchup. I'm going to go Mummy on this one. I gotta vote Viewist Universe. I like the Mummy, but man, that... The Scorpion... The, the second Mummy with the Scorpion King? Eh. The CGI was bad. Like, it just... Eh. The Scorpion King standalone movie that came out after with The Rock as the Scorpion King. Fantastic. That's another one of those... If I'm flipping through the channels and it's on, mm-hmm. I'm stopping. But yeah. the view of universe, and I just love that stuff. All right, so I'm the tiebreaker. You are. All right. I've seen Clerks. I didn't bother seeing the other one. You like saw the, Dogma. I don't. But it's just the whole point, though. You have to tell me that I saw Dogma. Well, I don't we remember. literally went and saw it together. I, I, I literally <laughs> completely forgot it altogether. Um, oh, and like I said, like, and like, so... I agree with you that the second mummy, the CGI wasn't all that good. But we're talking about there were four Brendan Fraser mummy movies. Um and then we have the Scorpion King one. and then we have a Tom Cruise one. And the Tom Cruise one was actually pretty good. I mean, it was it was really good. I mean, granted I I I went to see it to see if it was going to be because I really like Brendan Fraser. Yes. And, and and I'm kind of, like, he's one of those, like, cult favorite actors to me. He's done a number of good movies that were, that got made into sequels. And I and, and Tom Cruise surprised me. Because I didn't think Tom Cruise was going to be, like, good Tom Cruise in it. Because not every Tom Cruise movie has been, he's done some great ones, but he's done some, like, like why, why he... Just like, why did you even bother? But all that being said, though, the mummy wins. All right. 5-12 matchup. Despicable Me. Oh, I hate that guy. Versus Bill and Ted. Excellent! Despicable Me. I love me some minions. That soundtrack was killer. That bass line. I mean, I had a subwoofer put into my, my store at CVS. And all that I played that soundtrack, and everybody was. And I sold a lot of speakers because of that movie. <laughs> I mean, you're selling speakers at CVS. Like, let's let's not get it twisted. Uh, they're not good speakers. No, but the fact that but, <laughs> but, but people knew that, but they were buying them anyway. <laughs> so, Tammy, you want me to take the pressure off of you? I mean, you can. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'm just. I'm gonna vote Despicable Me as well. So. I would probably also vote Despicable Me, but only because there's so much more to Despicable Me. Um, you know, even though there was three movies of, well, now four, because I think they just came out with uh, another one um, where they faced music or whatever. Yeah. I haven't seen that one yet, but I mean, I loved them. They were they were all good, but but again, they there there was. Not as much substance to those movies as there is to Despicable Me. So next up, our number four seed, Transformers. It's a robot. You know, like a super advanced robot. It's probably Japanese. Versus our number 13 seed, The Hangover. 
Transformers got a four seed for you, uh-huh. and that's it. <laughs> like yeah. I could easily reverse these seeds. Uh, that being said, I'll just say Transformers, and here's the reason why. I mean, I I believe the Hangover movies were good movies, but I just never got around to watching them. The Hangover, I I think the first one was epic. The second one was a decent movie, and the third one was okay. Um, I would go Transformers just because not only is it my childhood with cartoons, my adulthood with the movies, but I pl- I had I had Transformer action figures that I'd play with. It it was it was a an experience, not just a cinematic adventure. So, and I will say this: the first Transformers movie was epic. Whenever it finally, now I'm not talking about the animation. I'm talking about the first live action one. What was epic whenever it came out was. When finally Optimus Prime makes his debut, when, when right before he get comes to look like a truck with that form that he had, but everybody knew who he was, and I don't know what what movie theaters y'all were in, but like movies that I was in, all you all people that were like thirty and up got loud. Yeah, uh, everybody was like, no, I was in a movie theater where people didn't talk during movies. Yeah, which is a whole separate thing we'll talk about. Right, but they got <laughs> but but this but this was one of those that. It was like everybody got up and they were like, ah, oh, running up and down the aisle like they were in church and stuff. They were like running that. up and down the aisle? Yes, the one that I was at. Where I was at. I don't know about mine, where I went. That was crazy. I was never was like, I'd never seen that before in my life. It was like a Pentecostal experience. <laughs> I like, and I'm not even a church goer like that. Like, you lie, you are. I COVID. Just because you're slacking doesn't mean you're not a church goer. There's like plenty that. of online churches you can tune yeah. into every Sunday. Well, you know, you know, like my time is coming. So. <laughs> sure, how that, that's how. No, it works. I'm pretty sure Jesus is forever. Yeah, he, yeah, he is. I'm just not. <laughs> Our next matchup, and I have to do a, an important addendum to this one. Mm-hmm. Because, again, this is another one that will change due to property rights changing. The three seed, the X-Men movies. Do you actually go outside in these things? What would you prefer? Yellow spandex? Which includes Deadpool. Versus the 14 seed, the Karate Kid. Now use head for something other than target. And I will count not just the original trilogy, but also the the reboot with Jaden Smith. Well, the X-Men, both X-Men movies was the original group, and then it was a reboot. Well, all those X-Men movies are together. They're part of the same franchise, is what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Plus Deadpool. So, in those X-Men movies, you've got Logan, mm-hmm. which could probably... He would carry my vote. If this, would sing, if this was single movies, like if we just did greatest superhero movie, Logan might take it. But Logan was actually part of a trilogy in and of itself. Yeah. Yes, I understand that, but it's the larger franchise. They're all the X Men. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm part of the I discussion. can tell you right now. <laughs> I can tell you right that. now. Yeah. Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds carry Marvel for me in my eyes. Their movies, uh-huh. if it doesn't have them in there, I hesitate to even want to watch it. Like I have yet to watch The Phoenix, and I heard it's pretty good, but I just can't take that step. Not to say that it's got Sansa Stark in it. Not to say that they don't have great acting. I just. For some reason, those two are what make that 
franchise. But so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with, um, yeah, them. And the thing is, I think there's room to actually have a Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds movie, Deadpool and Wolverine. If we could, get if it. Hugh Jackman decides, I mean, Ryan Reynolds only asks in daily, so yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, right way, it, it's like every day on Instagram, every Ryan's day. like, "Come on, come on." Every yeah, day we, he's hustling. <laughs> because, um, I mean, <laughs> and then, but you know, the, 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 but it, the thing is that there's just some money into that that they 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 could do something with. Oh like, yeah, but I I but. I'm that way. I am that way. I'm, I'm with. I love Karate Kid. I love the original. I love the Hillary Swank moment. Your one off the next and, Karate Kid. Yeah, she was next, and then we were all over that. I mean, but, I love me some Cobra Kai. That that TV show is excellent, and that's wonderful. But let's face it, it's not beating the not X-Men. beating the X Men. No, no. Next up, we have our sixth seed versus our eleven seed. We have Unbreakable. Versus Kung Fu Panda. Whoa! The Furious Five. You're so much bigger than your action figures. Except for you, Mantis. You're about the same. Unbreakable was real sneaky. M. Night Shyamalan kind of snuck that into franchise mode in sequels. So are you with uh, Split and um, Split and un- okay? Yeah. I can't remember the third one off the top of my head, but it was where. The Bruce Willis's character returned to the story yeah. Yeah. to take on the guy from Split and others. And who's the actor that played that? Because he's the same guy that played Charles Xavier, Michael Fassbender. No, Michael Fassbender was Magneto. Oh, you're wanting to know who played who? The guy that played Charles Xavier in the X Men movies. Oh, you're talking about who played Split? Yeah, yeah. James McAvoy. That's, That's him. It. I like him. <laughs> I he's do. He's a good actor. I've been watching him since. Shoot, <laughs> his very young younger. So, years. does Unbreakable beat Kung Fu Panda? Jack Black as an animated yes for noodle-eating me, Kung Fu Panda. I would say Unbreakable only because I don't think I ever watched it past the first one. It was good, it was decent, but it wasn't my like end all be all. Now, Elliot, now for me, Kung Fu Panda because it's not just the three movies we're talking about the series. We're talking about like you know, and Ashley, you know, I have two boys, eleven years apart, <laughs> and it was like eleven years later, Walter shows up on the scene and he likes Kung Fu Panda, yeah. and so there's something to be said about that means that the movie itself is quality that it had, you know, transcends generations, or at yeah. least at least not, maybe not generations, but like we're talking about a decade, decade. I, I mean, <laughs> we're talking about like a decade. Typically, there's a decade between um it, it, for a movie. It, since, it came, since it came out, tech and other stuff changes and it starts to look dated. Or it starts to seem or feel dated. Kung Fu Panda doesn't seem like that to me. There's something about dated movies, though, that even though it seems dated or... I mean, that just makes them classics. Too. Right. But there were also, like, good messages within Kung Fu Panda that, like, even, like, some adults were getting. <laughs> so I was like, all right. I could, I, I could get behind Kung Fu Panda. So, I gotta be the tiebreaker here, and you guys made it tough. This is what I really didn't want to have to break the tie on, because I love me some Jack Black. I, I definitely agree with everything you're saying, Elliot, on the on the Kung Fu Panda stuff. And The Unbreakable was really the last time that M. Night Shyamalan made good movies. Like, a lot of his other the stuff is tough. Is yeah, that was his best movie, I thought. Um, and Over Sixth Sense? Yeah. Oh, Success ultimately became cheesy to me, but 
Well, well that's yeah, but, here but, nor but, there. But, but you, you open the door. I know, so, but so I'm you gonna, can't tell me you knew he was dead. I'm gonna okay. I'm closing the door. <laughs> All right, like, I'm closing <laughs> the door. As long as you own the words, <laughs> Kung Fu Panda is gonna take it over Unbreakable. Okay. Jack Black wins it for me. Our seven versus ten matchup. We have the Ghostbusters. Generally, you don't see that kind of behavior in a major appliance. Taking on Medea. Live every day like you're going to have an opportunity to say you're sorry tomorrow. <sighs> Ghostbusters is a classic, but I love Tyler Perry. And he has some amazing messages, not just amazing content to his movies. So I'm going to go Medea. I'm voting Ghostbusters, Elliot. Medea. Oh, man, over Ghostbusters. There is so much product and so much depth that comes from Tyler Perry and all the stuff that he makes. Ghostbusters is a classic. Cannot be denied. I think that's the upset of the the tournament. uh, Yeah. That is the upset of the tournament. I agree with you, but I also think it's like the first three Ghostbusters movies were good. That... When they tried to do another re- reboot, I yeah, was just I didn't like, like it. And you could tell not a lot of people did like it because the newer one that they're coming out with doesn't have any of that. Any no, of those actors in it. It's the old cast again. And it's like years later, I think mm-hmm. it's probably their 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 relatives that get mm-hmm. inherited inherit oh. their stuff. But yeah, no, I just No uh, yeah, there was so and there's been so many Medea yeah. movies. I mean talk about like we're talking about twenty years of of it, and even when like cause he was supposed to stop, and then he started coming out with the boo, and people were like, "This is the reason why he came up with Medea boo, whatever." And it was like because folk, folk, folk wanted more of Medea. Yeah, I mean, did they though, I, or does he just keep putting stuff out? I don't. Get I that. actually don't. I I'm not a big Medea fan. I find it. I find her character to be kind of annoying. I mean, she's meant to be. She's but bad. it yeah. doesn't matter because you two both voted for her. Uh-huh. You deal with the consequences. Well, I'm not dealing with any consequences. I'm very solid. Well, I don't. In my I don't see her making it. That's the next one. Whether she makes it or right. not, that's who I would busters. choose yep. over. Yeah. Uh, so in our final game in the MCU bracket, MCU region, we have the DC universe. Uh-huh. Which includes all the Batmans. I'm Batman. Any DC all the Supermans. Yeah. Um, we could have we got in the weeds talking about like how to make the bracket and like could both Batman series be their own franchises and you could make an argument, but we're just all DC versus <laughs> winner of the play in game, Beverly Hills Cop. You damn right, wise ass. DC Universe. <laughs> Definitely DC Universe. Um, yeah. I don't think we even have to fight for that one. I I did I did draw the line, although I kind of wanted to include it, was the Arrowverse. But I got to draw the line because we have enough stuff that... Arrow is part of D- DC Universe, though. Yes, but it's a TV universe. Is, so is Flash. So is yeah. all of those. Yeah, so. that's that's the Arrowverse. But I don't I don't know if they'll ever make an Arrow movie, but they'll make a Flash movie. Right. Yeah. But I think the thing and is actually the movie Flash has appeared in the Flash TV show. Oh yeah. That yeah. that movie character. 
the the guy who played Flash in the movies? Yeah. He's okay. Yeah, because one of the things that they really play with in the Arrowverse is multiple dimensions, multiple timelines. Like Flash, especially, mm-hmm. they have uh, they opened portals to all the different Earths. Mm-hmm. So I'm only at where they have there are fifty three. See, but because they get Supergirl, that's how they actually get Supergirl involved in the main Arrowverse. She's on another Earth, mm-hmm. and they open a portal and. Flash actually visits her accidentally to start with. Right. But I think that for me, Beverly Hills, the reason why Beverly Hills Cop gets beat by DC Universe is the same reason why Blade lost with the MCU. Yeah, it's just sheer and, volume. And, and the, the sheer volume. But if you're talking about like one-off trilogies or whatever like that, him versus some, there's more of a fight. It was just like, but, but, mm-hmm. he, but he can't go up against like a full catalog. Yeah. So we are going to move on to the Star Wars region. I know. Basically, the Lucas Universe. Our number one seed, Star Wars versus our winner of a play-in game, number 16 seed, Naked Gun. I've heard police work is dangerous. It is. That's why I carry a big gun. Aren't you afraid it might go off accidentally? I used to have that problem. What did you do about it? I just think about baseball. Star Wars. It's Star Wars. Wars. Star Wars. I mean, that's not even a discussion. Like, yeah. The next one, I think, will be a better one. The 8 seed versus 9, the alien slash predator. I put them together because of their crossovers. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Versus Men in Black. I'm telling you, that man does not look stable. <sighs> like, Men in Black is really good. Uh, and Alien and Predator have both been very up and down. But, man, when they're good, they're good. But the thing, the thing is this. It's like, okay, Men in Black, if, if, if they stopped with the three, Tommy Lee and Will, and left, left it like that, they would be here, and that was it for me. They were there. Oh, you but, didn't like the fourth one? No. I didn't even buy I lasted about 15 minutes, and I was like. Is that yeah. the one with uh, Thor and. Uh, oh, I haven't watched Chris it Hemsworth yet. And- the Tessa, yeah, she played she, she played the the Valkyrie. Valkyrie, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I know uh, who she is, but oh, it's so good. I, I I haven't watched it yet. Um, it's one of those ones where I would start to look at it and think, oh, I'll go watch this, but it's just you just don't have that drive, right? Because in my mind, I'm like, there's no Tommy, there's no Will. Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing with my life here? <laughs> yeah. So, they, like, I, I kind of agree in that. But, I mean, honestly, even even if the fourth one had both of them, I would still go Alien and Predator. I, I, I think so, too, Cause, Elliot. Because even though they had their downs, there weren't that many downs. I think no. they were all pretty good. solid. Yeah, I, would say, and I like the fact that they actually made a universe out of it, like like the planet Predator that was actually hunting Predators, them, yeah. And then, and then the fact that when they... The first, <laughs> alien, the first Alien versus Predator movie was... I that I loved it. I just I still remember the scene of Predator like of of alien of yeah, Predator grabbing alien by the tail, hitting four pylons with the mm-hmm. guy's head and tossing him like a hundred yards. I was like I I I stood up and I clapped in the movie theater when that happened. I'm like <laughs> I would love to have seen that in a real life fight between two people. <laughs> so yes, definitely. But I mean, I think what makes it so great, and I think the same thing happened with the other crossover that we were talking about, but with Alien. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason, mm-hmm. Alien vs. Predator, it's kind of a fun change to root for what you originally perceive as the bad guy. 
Yeah. Same thing with Godzilla, because Godzilla was originally the bad guy until another big monster came by, right. and then we were like, oh, he's our Godzilla savior. Godzilla save us, yeah. Yeah, so, so I <laughs> I think it's kind of, I mean, you know, I was like, fucking Predator, get him, you know? Right, and... and <laughs> Predator, the first Predator was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, Agreed. The Alien, Aliens, even Aliens 3 was good. Mm -hmm. Prometheus I didn't see, but I heard it was actually... It was. It Alien was versus Predator, honestly, blew my mind. I know it was not some cinematic masterpiece, but to see those two get that backstory uh -huh. of why they fight each other, uh -huh. it was just, it was mind-blowing. They so, became more than just an alien and a predator. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely they move on. So, we'll move to our 5-12 matchup. Planet of the Apes. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! And then, I mean, it's got some staying power because the story's been told multiple times. Mm -hmm. Versus Back to the Future. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Doc. Uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine? Out of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Back to the Future, 100%. Yeah, yep. Hands down. Yep. That I agree. is a I agree. cult classic. That's a, it's a clean it's not even a cult classic. It's I don't even a, care. It's, it's just, just classic. classic. It's cult. It's <laughs> modern. I don't care. Because, it, it's amazing. Because like, for me, even the original run of Planet of the Apes, I watch over and over again all of them on TVS every year, every the summertime. They run the original, and I'm like, even though I know what's going to happen, it's epic. This might sound really dumb, and I'm okay with that, but I'm thinking of his name. Give me a second, and it's really weird that I'm struggling with his name right now. Mark Wahlberg's version. So that's, at a young age, that's how I was introduced to Planet of the Apes. I didn't originally go back and watch the originals at this point in time you didn't watch heston's so, <laughs> damn, so, you, damn you all to hell. so there was <laughs> nothing and i mean nothing more disappointing than to watch that movie and then the next time they did a remake had nothing to do with right. that movie uh -huh. like that movie ended where i was like hell yeah the next movie he's gonna be on this weird planet where he's the only human, and you know, and I was excited about it, and they never made a sequel with that, and I was really disappointed. <laughs> I agree with. Turns you out it was time travel all along, which right. is which is why I paired these two together. Although I, I probably should have put Bill and Ted and Back to the Future up against each other. Still would have been Back to the Future. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely Back to the Future. Yeah. So next up, four versus thirteen, and honestly, this four seed, it could have been higher. This is a battle of the early 90s. Jurassic Park. Versus Home Alone. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Jurassic oh. Park. I, I oh. vote... I vote Jurassic Park as Okay, well. good. I'm glad that you've took in, took in, <laughs> Take it out. I'm of glad <laughs> you've taken the pressure off me. In oh, man, but, I, but, but, but I do have to say real quick. I don't think that that's something I could have decided on because they both meant the same exact thing to me but growing straight up. Straight out of childhood. Like, Just, I mean, and honestly, if you think about it, Home Alone would have been like my daytime TV and Jurassic Park would have been the thing that slightly scared me when I was going to bed, you know? So like it, they play together. I, I don't really, I can't put one above the other. I think they're both great. Well, see, my favorite movie of Macaulay Culkin was, like, years later when he played The Good Son. 
So that kind of like was actually first, wasn't it? No, no, he was much older. Yeah, he's like a teenager or something like that. No, he wasn't. Him yeah. and Elijah Wood were both, I think, maybe eight to ten, if that. So our three versus fourteen matchup is the Matrix. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Versus Underworld. That's enough. You come with me. I hope I live long enough to see Victor choke the life from you. I bet you do. But let me tell you a little something about your beloved Dark Father. He's the one who killed your family. I know. These these were put together based on fashion sense, as they were both fans of leather and black. Yeah. yeah. I will. I'm just going to go right now and say Matrix. Matrix blew my mind. I. You know, I'll say this. I think that Underworld was an amazing series. I still watch it multiple times a day, but man, you're right. The Matrix really just, the whole concept of it. And you know, anytime you have to watch a movie multiple times and you're still seeing things and you're still learning things and you're still catching things even years later. Yeah. Just remember there is no spoon. Matrix for me as well. Elliot, we've already moved the Matrix on, but I know this hurts you because I know you love Underworld. But I also, I, I love the Matrix too. There's an argument I see for both. Um, you know, it's one of those first things that they got put in the same verses because Underworld I thought was quality. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, um, I just did it. Because the storyline, the way that, and even like how they even fit in a prequel, like origin story to it. And then um, how things got to, and, and, Boss Legal Chick was in there for the origin story. That was not Kate Beck. That was not Kate Beckinsale. Oh, I um, don't remember her name. But uh, yeah, she did a hell of a job in that one. Yeah, the one that because yeah. Well, anyway, it was, I was I thought it was really good and well done. <laughs> the but, only woman I know from Boston Legal is Cameron Manheim. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was it was, it was uh, well that well that's a whole other rabbit hole. The reality <laughs> is the fact that but I, but but uh, the Matrix would 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 still win. Versus Underworld, but Underworld has a strong, legitimate. It's strong. Yeah. And let's put it this way: you won't hate vampire movies if you watch the Underworld. Honestly, Underworld is what Twilight could have been with vampires fighting werewolves and shit. Right. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I will say is now that I'm thinking a little bit deeper on this, I will say that The Matrix wins for me because of the depth. Right. But actually, action wise, I'd say Underworld takes it. Oh. Yeah, because although, I'm glad we already although, voted. No, I mean, honestly, as 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 you watch the fighting, the fighting is good in The Matrix, but there is some really solid action mm-hmm. that happens it throughout yeah. the Underworld. See, and I think it's like, what I liked about Kate Beckinsale in, in it was the fact that she didn't, but typically when, in action movies, when you see a female heroine, they try, they, they try to build in some type of traditional feminine weakness in it. To like, she needs some type of, that heroine still needs some help from a guy. Within Underworld, that is not no, the case. She's the cavalry. She, she, she is. <laughs> she just started strong and ended strong. She right. She's just, yeah. Yeah. So the next matchup could have been flipped from with with the previous matchup. Uh-huh. I almost did it. Our next matchup is the number six seed, Terminator. 
Come with me if you want to live. Uh-huh. Which I almost put against the Matrix. Because the machine's taking over. Uh-huh. Versus the 11 seed Resident Evil. What happened here? Five hours ago, Red Queen went homicidal. Sealed the hive and killed everyone down here. Ooh. I thought, oh man, Resident Evil versus Underworld, but then I'm like, no, I think Resident Evil. Over Terminator. Yep. Oh, that's tough for me. You've got to get deeper than that. So Resident Evil had, in my mind, more movies. Yeah, it did. So you have to look at the content of each movie with Resident Evil each each movie almost started off and ended like it was its own movie. Right. I mean, it still it still told the story and went along, but you could have watched each of those movies as, as a standalone uh, movie. So that that was pretty pretty awesome in, in that regard. Um, Mila is an amazing actress. actress, like, and she's an amazing action actress. Which, right. I mean, you wouldn't normally think that because she was also a model. Right. Um. As for, gosh, Terminator, that's... Terminator. That's tough, because that's a terminal, and that is also a really great concept, but I'm actually going to go Resident Evil on this, too. Really? Yeah. And I was like, I was, I was man, but Terminator. Zombies. But, but yeah, zombies. Wow. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. But the thing is, like, and yeah. they go along with what you're saying. I Listen, felt I already deaths. put an AI through. I gotta have some zombies. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and I, I, I felt, I felt honestly, there was like the Resident Evil movies to to the end because like because you the would have got Terminator versus Matrix next round, right? Yeah. See, I just felt the fact that there were uh, the Resident Evil just had more depth to it, frankly. I mean, they, and they're both definitely evil corporations. There was a lot of twists domination. and turns in it, too. Uh-huh. Next up are 7 versus 10, and then all comedy matchup, which uh-huh. we haven't had many of. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Russell? The Zelensky kids are missing, too. They're smart. They ran away with the circus. I don't know where they could be. They know we're leaving. Run up! Versus American Pie. What exactly does third base feel like? Like warm apple pie. American pie. <sighs> one's very wholesome, one's very not. Okay, I would <laughs> also lean towards American pie, but I will say this. The only reason I'm going to lean towards American pie is because there were more American pie movies out of the whole that I enjoyed and watched mm-hmm. than there were Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm-hmm. Like, so Honey, like the one with the baby blowing up, I didn't really care for that one. I thought it was okay. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the one where they shrunk themselves, I thought was probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. And the one where they shrunk the kids. So, I mean, like, the the big, you know, so, like, there was more American Pie that I liked, but there was some good quality movies yeah. out of the other two. American know? Pie definitely takes it for me. Yeah. Um. American Pie almost didn't make the bracket. It was it was American Pie versus Van Wilder in my choices. I I love Van Wilder, but American Pie has yeah the rest of them they were okay. But Ryan Reynolds, I mean, even though it was still young Ryan Reynolds, he was still so good. He He makes yeah. I mean, because I mean, it's him. Yeah, his character is literally him. So it's not hard for him to act that out. <laughs> and now we have our two seed versus our 15. So we had a play-in winner here. This is just a lamb to the slaughter. Star Trek 
Scotty, we're running out of time. Captain, I'm working as fast as I can. Versus Night at the Museum. Uh, thank you. Not at all. Theodore Roosevelt, 26th president of these United States of America, at your service. Star I mean, Trek. come on. The sheer volume yeah. made Star Trek all Star right. Trek, and, and Star Trek, to me, we talked about the, the TV stuff a little bit with the Arrowverse. Uh-huh. Star Trek, to me, is really the only one that you can really, truly allow TV into the discussion. Because it's the same people. Yeah. Right. It's the same characters. It's all... And and then they did a reboot, and it worked, and they tied it to the original. Right. Yeah. And the thing is that I, I, they did a thing within the Star Trek universe, because they used the same actors that were in the TV series in the movies, I wish that the DC and the MCU universes would do, would do that, because the following was developed on TV, so we know who the Flash is in... On TV, why are you using a different actor for the... Like, we don't know him. <laughs> yeah. Like, we have to give you this because of the fact Or if you're going to use him, pull the old character in to kind of create that yeah. that bond between movie and TV. Right, right. So that is it for round one. Uh-huh. We are through both our brackets, both sides of the bracket for round one. Thanks for listening, everybody. Tammy, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Elliot, thanks for being my co-host. Yep. Me, thanks for being me, I Good. guess. He's giving himself a self-high five. <laughs> self-high self five. Self-high five. Diamond Dallas Page. <laughs> so, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, Anchor.fm. Check us out on Facebook. This podcast is none of those things. Instagram at this.those. Twitter at this underscore those. And check us out on YouTube. Until next time, thank you very much. 